Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We are two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and mostly interesting world of docuseries. Uh-huh, but through our own confused lens, uh, at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sensical and sweet at the end of the day. Uh, hello. Sensical. Is that a word? You know what? Oh, absolutely it is. Sensical. Oh. We all know what sensical means. No, nonsensical. I know what that means, but just so regular what is, sen- wait, sensical. Wait, if there's nonsensical, then there has to be sensical. Not necessarily. Oh, see. yes. Necessarily. Sensical definition. Sensical. I, You're right. I'm wrong. Great. Um, remember this. When did sensical become okay. a word? The earliest use of the adjective sensical was in the late 1700s. For those of you who are wondering, they all were uh, wondering what's happening. And I'll tell you, we are talking about Life After Lockup, season five, episode 20. Shimmer down, which uh, this is going to be interesting because when I heard this, I immediately thought of the Sherry O'Terry SNL sketch where she's just like a weird clerk and telling people to simmer down now. Shimmer so, down. You didn't have that. Yeah. What, no. what, what was your idea of this? Um, I didn't even think about it. I didn't know that the title was called sh- Simmer or Shimmer Down. Uh, shimmer, it makes me think of you want all my love and my devotion. It makes me think of the disco version of that. You know, oh. when um, it's first the Jennifer Hudson version and then it turns into the Beyonce version. Ooh. Ah. This reminds me of the 70s. Shimmer. Yeah. yeah. Or like shimmer the- down. Yeah. Do you like shimmery eyeshadow or are you like not into shimmery eyeshadow? I'm not into shimmery eyeshadow, but I am into shimmery. You remember like when you in the in the 80s when you went into your like aunt's home and she had the shimmery um drapes that went over a door frame and you walk through it and it like made sounds. Do you remember that like beading beading that was over door frames like in indoors? No. Yeah, I think of like yeah, yes, I think of like hippie hippie stoners mm-hmm. or hippie like mm-hmm. sick, you know, yeah, hippie or like mm-hmm. shops, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My I told my aunt that. I was like, "Hey, Aunt Josetta, remember when you had that door that had like the beating?" And she was like, "You remember that?" And I was like, "Yeah, girl. It was like dramatic." Everything. Yeah, it was everything. Like I walked through, you had beating coming down from a door frame, and she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah." I don't want to talk about Brittany all the time. Believe me, it's it's a it's a curse I have. <laughs> Whatever. It's her like second album cover. I think it's it's just like her. Like it's like you know, like there's the beading. She's like in the door frame. She's just like holding the beads. You know, it's like yes, I know. Yes, I mean, I like part of me is like, should I get yes a beading door? Frame? Yes, thank you. Amazon. But I want it to be good color. So this is what it is. So it has, you know what? It, so the thing about Britney's, which worked, if you could get it, I would love it. Hers were like amber, you know? So the Ooh. beads itself look like amber, like the kind of stuff that like a dinosaur fossil would be fossilized in. And like years mm-hmm. later, Jurassic Park would happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like 
So anyway, um, mm-hmm. now we're going to talk about this dumb show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, it's not, it's actually a, a fine episode. There was a lot of drama. And I mean, let's just start with Chevelle and Quaylon first, because this was the most drama. drama. I mean, this the was like... The most. <laughs> drama, drama, mama. Drama. 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 Um, so... Basically, we're already on the, you know, the tail end of what's been already a horrible, a horrible, like, wedding shower or bridal shower, the fuck this is, bridal shower. And they've already been fighting because what keeps happening is that they keep being within six feet of each other, talking shit about each other as if they're not six feet from each other, talking loudly shit about each other i mean mm-hmm. that's where it gets like a little bit like i can't okay because like that doesn't that's not what really is happening like if you really were like talking shit about someone you would just like take yourself out of the room but literally we see the cameras and they will just have a conversation about what i like i cannot believe that your mom is doing this and you see the mom right there being like God damn it, you know so you're just like and so you just it, it builds and builds and builds, but you really do see, I mean, whether it's real or not, a, a horrible quality of narcissism and fucked up gaslighting that Chevelle's mom is perpetrating to a point where if her if her if her reality is that Chevelle is too good because Quaylon's been in jail or Quaylon's mom or whatever, she's making Quaylon's mom of calling her street people like it's not it's she's making it. She's making it look like she kind of is. Like she's not handling this gracefully or elegantly. She's not like on her daughter's side. She's making it all about herself. She's making herself the victim while everyone else is enjoying themselves and she can't see it. It's narcissistic tendencies. It's just like my favorite part of this, we can talk about anything, is that Chevelle sits down and in a very shady way, I mean, and I think this, but her mom doesn't read it, is like, I've been with you through your marriages implicating mm. that there's been a couple and there was mm-hmm. not good looking at the time. And there were questionable mo- moments, but Chevelle like held her mom's hand was like, I'm supporting mm-hmm. you. And in this moment, obviously Chevelle's mom is like not doing the same. And that yeah. of course is when Chevelle gives, I mean, early on in the episode, the title of the episode, I mean, we know immediately that it's you need to what? Shimmer. 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 Didana. Yeah. Shimmer down, honey, Shimmer like down. like Nat- Natasha Denona, Pat McGrath eyeshadows, just like the yeah. loosiest loose, just like mm-hmm. shimmer down all of the like mm-hmm. opal and mm-hmm. gold and bronze, mm-hmm. just like I love it. I mean, can you yeah. you know I die for like a Huda Beauty palette? Like, yeah, I want to be shimmer head to toe when mm-hmm. I'm in the coffin. You know, yeah, you want all my love and my devotion on my face. You want my love and soul right on the line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're not giving it back to me. You're not giving it back to me. And so Mm -hmm. her mother's like, uh, what? Because the mother really is lording over the fact that her child, none of her children, who knows if Chevelle's her only child, has not gone to prison. And Quailan. And and his mother and the street people um, have gone to prison. So you have no leg to stand on. And Chevelle is like, listen, they may have had prison and street people situations, but you have had many a husband. So I'm asking you to simmer de downa or shimmer de downa, as mm-hmm. Chevelle would say it. Mm-hmm. And 
then the mother is like upset and the mother has some various nieces or family and cousins. And then Qua, uh, Quailandria, who is Quailon's um, uh, sister, which then, you know, street people, Quailon and Quailandria, you know, it's, uh, uh, Quailon and Quailandria. I forgot that that was what she named her children. So I was like, what's the father's name? What's the father's name? She named her children Quailon and Quailandria, and why? What was Quail. that choice? Quail. His name is Quail. She named her children Quailon and Quailandria, and the question is why? Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyways, and so uh, Chevelle is just upset at this point, and she doesn't understand why her mom is just being so negative. And then we have Quailon comes in, and Quailon is like, "What's going on?" And the mom says, "No, I'm not going to fake it, and I'm not going to continue to deal with this situation. I'm going to be me." Um, so shimmering the fuck up, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, not going to deal with this. And so Quailan's mother is like, I feel horrible that this is happening. And then there's a fight about like, don't you tell my daughter to not deal with my hateful comments. <laughs> my daughter will deal with my hateful comments and I'm going to take off. I'm going to fight you because and then Quailandria can't handle it. Quailandria is like, listen, I'm tired of you antagonizing my mother. Okay? My mother is doing her best with her top side pony. Yeah. And then, but her mom is like, you're young. You have to respect your elders. No, that's not true. No, no, no. The, the elders will get their ass beat. Yeah, she's like, no, continue. you can't talk to me. And then so Quailandria is like, well, my, no, then I'm like, you can't talk to me. Your mom should be talking to me if that's the way she feels. It's like, and of course they're in the same room. So they're screaming mm -hmm. over each other's heads. So it's like. Yes. Yeah. And Chevelle takes her and, and um, the daughter, Myla, to go outside because she doesn't oh, want to yeah. be a part of all of this. And I'm oh. like, Myla needs to see how her Mima behaves I to know how not her. to behave. And. I People I know, were crazy because people were taking off their shoes. There's like a goddamn that suddenly people start like there's like pink sweaters being taken off. At one point, we're seeing these white clogs just being ripped off of a heel, like and the heel is like in like a a blue chiffon. Like we don't know exactly who that is. And yeah, like they're also like yeah, like we don't want our daughter to see this. And half of me is like, well, is this real or is this not? You know, that's why I'm like, no, I think it's I think it's real. I think it's real. Um. I, it's, it's an unfortunate situation, but I really just wanted to see Chevelle's mother's wig snatched. I wanted to see the, the wig snatched. I wanted to see Chevelle's mother just like gold eyeshadow just smeared. It's, it's just an interesting gold. It's kind of sometimes looks white, yellow, almost like beige. And cause it's very chalky. Like it's not, mm -hmm. I, it, it looks almost like a canary white yellow. It's drugstore. It is. It's drugstore. So it's not, but it's not shimmery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's the same one she's had for at least 10 years. She hasn't hit pan yet or she, she has hit pan but the corners are still alive and well and she's using the corners. In fact, it's a sponge, it's a sponge yeah. stick. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that stick well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was it's a sponge no stick. Good for it's not no a brush. One. I mean, what a, it's th- not a billion brush. of those are sitting in a landmine. Won't ever, uh, you know, disintegrate. No one uses mm-hmm. it at all. I mean, yeah. um, Quaylon makes it a astute point. Very, a very smart point. He's like, listen, some of these people be watching this wedding on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I even think Quaylon's mom. Oh, go ahead. I think Chevelle just needs to make a choice and Chevelle won't make the choice. And that's the problem. Oh, I think at this point she will. Mm-hmm. It's obvious. She sits down from her mom and it's like, look, you're the problem. Literally everyone else is figgity fine. You're the problem. Like everyone's chill, chill, chill. And you're a nightmare. And, yeah. you know, the mom is like not taking it. It's like, you know, like blames her for not taking the family side. And yet is like, I'm getting married. And you're against me right now. Like you're, you know, and that's what's like obviously very, very sad. But basically it like breaks up. And then, um, but then again, like the sister then comes back and then goes at the mom one more time. And then you hear, I think it's, um, Oh, I forgot who it was. I forgot if it's someone at the very end, just like, put your shoes back on. <laughs> I, Which the is shot of these bite. shoes, the shot of these white, cloggy, thick sandals coming off of a, of a heel that's like with a little brazen blue kind of yeah. like chiffon, like yeah. pastel as it fits Easter. It's just so, it's, it's unfortunately a really Street good people. shot. Yeah. Oh, I was like the editor, like the person that got that. It's like, it's just unfortunate. It's a great. great Yeah. Whoever shoe it is that that is the street person. That is the street person. It is like, what is that? What is that song that is like, um, Ooh, what's that song? What's that song, Chris? It's the eighties. It's the nineties song. It was like, she's, um, it's, it's the, the, the homeless lady. No, it's I, I, I keep wanting to sing fast, fast car, but it's not fast car. She's got a fast car. It's yeah. not fast car, though. It's the other song. Give me one reason to stay here. No, it's not Tracy Chapman no. at all. It's a song <laughs> where it's, it's not Tracy Chapman at all. It's okay, a well, song. I, you're giving me nothing. It's a song almost. where it's like it. Maybe it's Phil Collins. Maybe it's not Phil Collins. It's a song where it's like. A, a a person who has money ignoring a a homeless person. Maybe it's like you see the person. Oh, the I know, I know. Oh, um, it is like Phil Collins, like Genesis or something like that, or like, like it's the same oh person. Oh my God! It's you're ignoring Uh-oh. a person in the window. Um, Genesis. Songs. No, it's not Genesis. Maybe it's like I think ignoring, it is. No, I don't think it is. Okay, That's all. Wait, no. Isn't it this? Wait, is it this? We can't play it. No, it's not that either. I found out I was wrong when I thought I It's not that song. It's not a song. It's not that song. Okay, well, I mean, you're going to have to figure this out by yourself. I know, I know, but it's a good joke. Well, you didn't have it. Stop hating on me. We have an editor. I just had that song in my head a little bit so much. That's Shoot. Turning me on, turning me on. Nothing to feel like I want too much. Living with you just putting me through it all the time. It's like raining and you see the person in the window and like, it's it's like... Thunder rolls. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I know it's no. You don't have to do it's me. Somewhere we know only. No. 
gosh. Ignoring the person in the window. It's some stupid singer who's like, nah, nah, nah. you should give money to the person in the window who's begging for money. Is it another day in paradise? Oh, think yeah. twice. Yes. It's another day yeah. for you and me. That's what I think you're doing. It's Phil Collins. It's, it's, it's Phil Collins, not in Genesis by himself. Maybe it is. Okay. I think I, I think I got it for you. Now, what? Yeah. I don't know if he, he actually, it, it, that happens as a video, but I don't know if it, they talk about it in the song. Um, she calls out to the manager, sir, can you help me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, She calls out to the man on the street, sir, can you help me? I don't think it is, but that's a good song to go with it. Okay, anyways, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but. Oh. God. Darn it. I love Phil Collins. I don't know. That's my favorite. That's like, ugh. You know, yes, I do like him, and I like that song, but that's all. And you know, his daughter, Lily Collins, and she's in the Emily in Paris. She's that girl that's like in, she's Emily of Emily in Paris. Nepo Is she? Baby. Yeah, she's a Nepo baby. Oh. Nepo baby. Kind of wish I was yeah. a Nepo baby. Um, okay, so basically, that's the end of them. Blobbity blue, blobbity blue. Do you have anything more to say about Chevelle and Quaylon? Uh-uh. Okay. Let's move on to Lindsay and Blaine. Now, yep. okay, before we get into the nitty-gritty... <laughs> I think I don't know if this is fake or not. I do think her I th I do think something is fake about this. But I also think that she needs to leave Blaine alone because she's not good for his sobriety. I worry mm -hmm. about his sobriety. I I agree with you because specifically it feels like she's using him. Yes. She for doesn't really own, feel I don't think she knows she's using him. But I think she is. I do too. I think mm -hmm. that she's not really in love with him. She doesn't really respect him as a man for whatever reasons, you know, even though I, we feel like from our vantage point, we're like, what we know is that you used to be a major drug dealer and he used to work for you. Maybe that's why you don't respect him. But then after you got out of prison, he supposedly got you a, a safe space. He got you a job, got you away from Deontay, who you don't want to be with, you know, or whatever. Like he saved you in those, in those kind of like tropey kind of like masculine ways. So why she turns around and then like, you know, pretty much a, yells at him and doesn't and doesn't like him and doesn't think that he does enough and then at the same time he feels like too scared to talk to her and literally talks to like every other person possible but let's just i agree with you i don't think that she's in love with him i think that she's just using him whether she knows it or not i think that it's just like addict behavior i think she just wants a stable situation so she feels stable but she can't she has to get it by herself without like using someone it's not great to like just jump from person to person yeah yeah so um yeah, go ahead. The kids hear the argument where he like slaps the bacon grease out of the pan. Mm -hmm. And then um, all of a sudden she's going wedding dress shopping. And so Miley Grace <laughs> is a little confused by this. Yeah. Miley Grace tells Mima that mm -hmm. Blaine has been telling her every time they get into an argument about their issues. Mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. Mima's like, what? And she's like, yeah. So I really don't believe this whole scenario that's going on. And so with this information, they are watching her trying on wedding dresses. And as she's excited, they're like, eh, 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 Miley Grace and Mima. And so finally, Lindsay's like, what's up with y'all? And they tell her 
listen, we don't believe that this wedding is true or right because Blaine's unhappy and he's been telling us all of your tea. And so this is what's going on. So she gets upset and she's like, well, I knew he was upset and yeah, we have been fighting, but we're getting married. So full speed ahead. And so she gets really upset. And also all of these dresses are ugly. That's the part. I want to be like, I wonder if Miley and Mima would be more into this wedding because Lindsay is drop dead gorgeous. I think that Lindsay's really a beautiful girl. Yeah, and she I is. cannot, I cannot stand her in any of these dresses. They're all so horrible, so cheap. I'm like, Lindsay, you've even done pageants. Like you can't have one of these bargain basement wedding dresses. Like none of this makes sense. He's not great for you. You're not great for him. These women who love you, like don't love this for you. And none of these dresses are even like telling you that this is the one these dresses are screaming. No, so that yeah. you say no. And what she ends up doing, which is the knowiest no, no thing of no, dumb. of the no list. <laughs> don't no ever do, don't do what she does. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Of no town USA. Honey, is of she the kingdom wrong? of no. She, after hearing, hmm this is also where it gets a bit tight. She's gonna. Mm-hmm. She has a no no response to this, which is also kind of mm-hmm. weird. She uh, is forced to watch a video of Blaine supposedly recorded in Miley's room after one of their fights, where he comes in and just is like sh- yelling at her and and say, or yelling how horrible Lindsay is and how controlling he uh, she is or whatever. And Lindsay, by the way, gets this video and like watches it in like a two second time period from hearing about it, which makes it fake. But then what Lindsay does is. Is like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then runs out like bridesmaid style into the streets, honey, in bare Britney Spears, Britney Spears feetsies, honey. On the streetsies, honey. You know what I'm saying? Like street feetsies in a wedding dress. It's like, it's, it, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then I thought, and the and then clerks I thought, are like, she can't run outside in that dress. Oh, it's a cheap she dress. She outside of that dress. And I thought the same thing too. I said, no, she's not still in that dress, y'all. She left her whole family inside there. She ain't got no shoes on and she's not still in that ugly ass dress. Y'all just relax. She not taking that dress. Don't worry, y'all. It's well, ugly. Listen, she's, she can't run out with them on st- the streets with that dress and expect to come back and not pay for it full price. I mean, you know, yeah. like that's buying a dress and it's an ugly dress. Yeah. It's ugly. So how much she going to pay you? $75? Don't worry. You know, she good for it. Lindsay's going to yell at them. She's going to be like, I'm not buying it. You know, Lindsay is, God bless, a little feisty. You know, like Lindsay's going to, you know, I want to know who Lindsay's actually been with before Princeton because both Deontay and Blaine have a certain energy about them that reads easy going. Pushover. Reads she rules the roost. So I want to, I want to know. Yeah. It just, it's a little, they are a little, um, what's just, um, okay. So, so, um, you know, like the, this is that like, uh, if they were in a jar, they would, um, fight each other, you know, which is Mm -hmm. funny because betas are actually just not, you know, that's why it's weird that they call those, Mm -hmm. African fighter fish betas because they're actually two alphas. Anyway, moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the trope that we're using, which is, you know, dated and uh, gender specific. So mm-hmm. how are we are uh, in this situation? But, you know, there are, al- there are alpha females. I think the beta fishes are males. But one time I watched my favorite. Do you ever watch this? is a tangential situation. Do you ever watch a show called La Femme Nikita? Uh-huh. Really? Uh-huh. It was on USA? Yes, it was. Yes. You said it to me with the, with the like, gall of a young 
Aaron Quinn from from American Nightmare, the way you said yes, as if it wasn't true, or you had like no other. It didn't know if it was if you didn't Chris, know how to read. I, listen, you and I have uh, we we've had arguments in the last couple of years, but our origins that we like the same the, shitty TV. are the same. <laughs> so okay. we like the same shitty so TVs. We have had arguments in the last couple of years, but from the years. 19 shimmer shimmer to the years 2000 and shimmer have been all the same television shows okay because we are the same Mimi mm-hmm. okay I love La Femme Nikita so my favorite episode of La Femme Nikita is one time she has to like <laughs> be she does these underground did you, did you watch Hercules and um yes the, the oh. woman one did you watch Xena yeah. yeah did you watch Xena yeah I Xena was better Okay, I yes, watched it was. Episode of yes, it was. Okay, great. So, did we they watch were a lesbian every couple? Sh- then she came back. Remember the young, yes. young did blonde we watch, one? Yes. yes, did we watch every show in the 90s? Did we yeah. watch we the same? Talk, yes. No one ever talks about Lefem Nikita. Like, what a great podcast. Okay, but yes. Great. I will finish this and we'll go back to this. What we're talking Nikita? about. I would. So, because when we watch it, I don't even know where you can find it. Paramount, Peacock. I'll I don't know. But just talk. Okay. So, basically, this one episode, and don't worry, we'll go back to what we're talking about. Lefem Nikita was like, they were both like, uh, she had to go into an underground female fighting ring, like cockfighting or whatever the fuck, you know, like any of those kind of like underground, you know, like beating people up. But their kind of brand of beating people up would be two hot females dressed as African fighter fish that'd be like fighting each other in water to the death, just like African fighter fish slash beta fish. This is how I got to this stupid, tangential conversation. The kind of fish that I've gotten before in my life because it's the only kind of uh, pet that I can keep alive. And each time I have that kind of fish, I just keep calling it Pisces because that's kind of um, astrological sign I am and I'm a narcissist. So I'm not the kind of kid that will like, if I have a kid, I'll name it Chris Farah. You know, like how Lucy and Desi had kids and named them Lucy and Desi. Anyway. I, if I had a kid, I would name them Wahama. Yeah. That's a sign of a narcissist. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, so basically, you know, Lindsay's on the, on the streets in the streets. And then, um, if you, if we can move on to Brittany and Key Rock, um, Brittany, Brittany decides to wear like, you know, a condom as an, as an outfit, you know, like she puts herself in this, like, it, it looked like a big band-aid like a band-aid like a flesh tone band-aid yeah. you know and then she but her hair looked really cute she had her fake eyelashes and Didn't they're like, like her grandma them absolutely. jeans are strong yeah them I jeans know, are strong yep that's true and yeah. let me tell you key rock Tell-me. did not know what to do key rock oh, oh yeah mm-hmm. i didn't think key rock knew what to do at all around them family members and i was actually pretty shocked that her uncle didn't speak english Oh, I, I guess I was giving, I thought Key Rock was doing a good job being like, how many kids, grandparents do you, I'm sorry, grandkids do you have? And she's answering. And, you know, like Key Rock, like trying to talk to her, you know, like he wasn't just I like guess, sitting I, awkwardly. You know, I'm biased because I don't like Key Rock. Uh, but no, we can don't. watch, we can watch La Femme Nikita on Amazon. Prime? Prime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So basically, yeah, Brittany and Key Rock on the way to grandma again. She hasn't seen a real family in like six years, but you know, her grandmother was like always been there for her. So she's very excited. And she and when she sees her grandmother, it's the cutest reunion scene where she's just like in the doorway, uh, hugging her and she's just so happy and she's just like, She's so beautiful, you know, and she is like Brittany's grandmother is gorgeous. It's yeah. muy linda, muy bonita. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and again, looks like Brittany, and then when her son comes in, you're like, Oh Jesus, you know, like yeah, um, I see what happened there. So we also get an interesting story because, as we know, Brittany's parents have not been, A, 
not only not supportive of her relationship with Key Rock, um, but not supportive really of her in the sense of like wanting to spend time with her. Now we don't know. She's she's mentioned that they have been financially helpful to her. So like whether she she said that like while they were she was in prison, they never let her like be without or whatever. And so we don't know even in this point like what's been happening, but it does it definitely feels like she has not seen them and and just not letting your child feel your, you know, your your presence is it's a certain shitty thing about that. So yeah, when Key Rock, you know, makes when Key Rock makes it seem like it's about him, which I'm not saying it isn't, there is a there is the natural knowledge they're not even seeing her though. And like it's been six years. But the grandmother, and we know that they might be like heaped in a certain amount of like Catholic guilt or whatnot. Her their grandmother says this when uh when you first went away, I went to go visit your mom and I was like I want to, I want to say, I must met Brittany, you know, because they had had a special relationship. Brittany had moved in with her grandmother had uh, prior and they talk about like how Brittany was like really on top of things that was feeling really great, was just like, accomplishing a lot and got, they got to spend time together that Brittany's parents made her come back. She didn't want to, it was very sad as they left a lot of crying on both sides. They felt they were ripping each other from each other. It was really, really sad. So then when Brittany's grandmother goes to visit Brittany and Brittany's parents and Brittany's parents like, yeah, Brittany's not here. She went to college. And then Brittany's grandma's like, cool college. Cool. Can I, can I, can I call yeah. her? Like, you know, what's her fucking phone number? They're like, oh yeah, I know that she doesn't even have one. It's really weird. She's like, yeah. yeah, she can't stop. She won't pay for it. So they just, we don't have one for her. Yep. And then six years go by and the grandma's still asking. And then finally, like the sixth year, they're like, we lied. She's been in prison yeah. this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it so is. Sad. Yeah, it's a very sad, unfortunate situation. And I mean, but this reunion is joyful. And at some point, Brittany goes out with her uncle and Abuela and Key Rock stay together. And it's an awkward moment. And Key Rock is doing uh, his best to have this moment with the grandmother. And um, yeah, I, I mean, it's awkward for me because I don't, particularly enjoy key rock <laughs> so the whole time i'm just like key rock could learn some more spanish it's not that hard but i say that as a person who is immersed in spanish culture i say that as a person who is from california and eats tacos all the time and has done their best to learn how to be able to order in spanish and you know all those things and so yeah I often judge people who are like, I don't know how to say oh, wah, 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 in Spanish. And I'm like, it's ah, wah, 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 wah. so figure it out. Yeah. 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 Um, so. The uncle's really cute, though. I think the uncle's handsome, you know, and he basically also tells Brittany, like, I'm here for you, too. Like, whatever it is, if your parents are dumb, we're not dumb. Like, you always have yeah. family. We're supportive of you. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Let it go. Let it go. But okay, then... Oh, wait. So then Brittany, this is the best, cutest part. Then Brittany and her grandmother take a cute selfie together. And then grandma's like, <laughs> I'm going to send it. Send it. Yes. Send it to your dumbass mom. My yeah. daughter send that fucking bitch that picture. Yeah. And just like they, you know, boot up taking a picture. And I like, that's some female warfare. I, I, I like that. I like what that means. But also, I was also thinking in that moment too, is maybe grandma has also changed her tune because sometimes... What if grandma was super strict with mom? 
And so mm. mom is only yeah. behaving in the way that grandma taught her to be. And now grandma is like, listen, I'm at the, I'm, I'm at the place where I am no longer the strict ass person. And I want my grandma, uh, my grandchildren to be happy and I want to know them. And so I'm le- letting go of all those things that I raised my children to be. And so, you know, like, yes, but also, yeah. Cause it begs the question, is that the, is it the mother that's more like that? Or was the mother chill and should the father is just so very domineering and yes. very conservative. The mother just has to like, you know, in a traditional Latin household, like, you know, acquiesce yeah. to him. We and was she raised that way? And she, she, would she be surprised to see that her mother is accepting of Brittany? Cause she was raised in a different way. Who knows? Who no, knows? I mean, All right. We'll, we'll find out maybe or not we'll find, find out. out. Yeah. Or not. Red <laughs> and joy. Um, oh, shit. Wow. 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 So Red is back in Missouri and he is just living his best life. And Joy is in New Mexico crying every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Suede is asking f- where Where's daddy Dad? is. Yeah. Suede is asking where daddy is. And it's it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. We open, it's like, you know, we kind of go back and forth and like a summer night situation where Red is with his friends at first. Tell me sticks more, his friends. tell me more. And his cousins, all of them, they're like hanging out. You know, like he, you know, he he goes on like a, a tour of like all his friends and all of like probably the worst places to eat, you know, in the sense of like the greasiest, worst for you food kind of places, you know, but there's like... Mm-hmm you know, games to be played in such places and cheap booze to be played in such places. But, you know, just like every, I, every time he eats out with the, uh, there's like a couple of eating out adventures. It's like every food exists in, on parchment paper, like served on, like either like in a basket or like on a tin. So anyway, that is, I don't know. God bless. That really stood um, out to you. Yeah. Is this yes okay so unfortunately yes so now this is what also stood out to me so basically obviously all those people are like welcome back guess where you're never going back <laughs> to joys and they're like no you don't understand if you think your your life's miserable now your life's gonna only be miserable he's like really yeah I didn't think about it that way which is like the dumbest thing like I didn't think about the fact that if my life is kind of miserable right now that it's gonna continue to be miserable f- for the rest of it. Whoa, now that you put it in those terms, you know, you're just like, all right, fucking red. Like, please, please. But God bless. So this the next scene, do you have anything to be okay? The next scene is my favorite with Joy when Joy finds out what's missing. I can't. I can't can't. even. Yeah. I can't even believe that he did that. I'm actually really, really like shocked that he took the PS5 with him. Now, I just said that that was the right. thing that he would come back for. So I want to ask you this. He, yeah, say it. The I fact that he questions. took the PS5 after stating, of course, I'm coming back. I'm leaving my PS5 here. And then he chose to take it with him. Okay, here are my two questions. Did he go in knowing that he was always going to take the PS5, always going to take it, but knew that him leaving it would be a great sign, so he tells her he is, and then secretly take it? Or, in the heat of the motion, was he like, I'm going to leave it, of course. He says it to her. Don't even worry, of course I'm fucking coming back. I wouldn't leave my PlayStation 5, my favorite thing. Why would I? 
Yeah. And then took it because he said it and realized how much he loves it. You know? I don't fucking know, Chris. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And also, it's like, where was it usually? How long has it been? Has she not noticed that it's been gone? You know, like, it seems to be that it lives in one of the cubby holes of her TV console. Like, how there's, you know, like, different holes of a console. It seems like it usually resides in one of the holes. And that it's two, it seems like it's two or three days later that she's like, oh, my God, the PS5 is gone. But I'm going to tell you right now. You tell me. Is I can't date, I was, I cannot date a man who is into video games. There's so many of them. I know. And I know that I, I know that it is quite, it is, it is, it is quite a statement to say. I said it at work and, and many, many of the men at work were like, and I was like, they're like, that's really hard press. And I was like, also men who are into super into sports. Like, I know you, you even made a face. Well, that's kind of being like, okay, that's like kind of being, to me, there, that's kind of, those, there are, there I don't want to be with a woman that, that wears any makeup. I just don't want to be with a woman. Okay. No, that's not true. Makeup. That's not true, Chris. I have dated plenty of men who don't play mm-hmm. video games and who are not into sports. There are men who are out there who are like that. I understand, but you are cutting out so many for such ridiculous reasons that bring them joy. Put that down. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But you're You're cutting out something that brings them joy. I know that. But it brings me not joy. And I know, and but I've dated them. The last person I dated wasn't into either of them. And that brought me joy. He was into cars. And he was into finances. And I was into him. Like, I can date a guy who's into sports, but he... But, like, I can't have sports on my TV all the time. I can't have a guy who's into football on Sunday, Mondays, and Thursdays. I can't. Like, I'm not. I can't. You can You can be into it, but you, we need to have separate homes. Because I cannot have that on the television. I cannot have that on my TV. I need to have my own space. So that you, you need to have your own space. In video yeah. games, you need to have your own space. I mean, oh. not in the home. I mean, you need to have your own apartment and I'm going to have my own apartment. And then you tell me when you are done with that for the evening so I can come over. And you're and you're making a face. And I know that. But there are men out there who are not into both of those things. And I want you to find them. And I find them. I do. Great. But men get, men get very upset when I say those things. And I don't understand why. Because there are women out there. Oh, it's a there blanket statement. Just so because there's such blanket statements. That's why it's like it's just a little and you know. Oh, that's weird. Um, but they're, you know. Yeah, I find them. But um, yeah, that's just one of those things that like I like for me, I'm just like I I I I can't stand the sound of tennis shoes squeaking on a basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't stand mm-hmm. the sound of it, and like mm-hmm. my my family knows it. Like my, I want to, I want all the men to know out there that my mm-hmm. brother and my my dad are very much sportsmen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I walk into my familiar home, mm-hmm. and there's football on on Sundays, mm-hmm. Mondays, she and Thursdays, and, and I hate it. I go mm-hmm. upstairs to my bedroom and I don't come down until it's off. 
And I walk downstairs and I hear the screeching of basketball shoes on, on the court. And I go, Ugh! and both my brother and my father go, <laughs> they laugh at me. And I go upstairs. I go to my bedroom and then they tell me when it's off. They go, well, I'm a, the game is off. You can come down. And I come downstairs. Okay. So the two people you love most in this world, the two men you love most in this world, love sports, but you don't, but you, but you think it's, you think that in your life. Okay. Um, you can't have them. Okay. Yep. Blanket stated. Um, but I love you so much, you know, and at the same time, I, I pick certain sports and my, I like basketball and I hate, you know, like football, but I mean, you know, whatever, <laughs> like, but I know I like weird shit that I just like, I, that's great. Like you do that. So I can go do like all my facials or I do my podcast or I'll watch my shit or I'll play with my uh-huh. friends or, you know, just, I can't wait to have people. I love when people do things I don't like. So I can be like, ah, oh, great. Especially if they, if they do something that I hate that other people love, that's even better because then I have like a little, like, inside kick to give me like the inside of like oh what the fuck's happening there okay cool yeah, yeah and then i go and do what i want to do i'm not saying yeah. that i wouldn't hate them i'm just saying that oh. i won't participate in that and so oh, that- like i cannot participate in that situation so i can date you but oh. don't expect me to participate in that and so like i won't be there for that go ahead Okay. Um, so here we are. Here we are. But he, the fact that he said that and then took that away, like, and and, and fuck him. <laughs> fuck Red. The audacity. No, I mean, well, it's so. Yeah, he he's so upset. Obviously, um, or he's he's so upset in the sense that he wants us to think that he doesn't know whether he's going to come back, even though every person is like, don't you fucking come back. Meanwhile, she's like, he left, he, you know, he's, I don't trust him. We, this is just like even more of our trust issues. Meanwhile, he's like, I've been sitting on the secret of secrets that I fucked this woman right out of prison that I just keep calling bestie. I don't care what her name is. And meanwhile, this whole time we hate it because Sway is like looking up at the person and be like, where's daddy? And we're like, Daddy, daddy's like Santa, babe. He doesn't exist. He does not exist. Am I wrong? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, some people don't have a parental figure in their lives. And in those situations, the idea of that kind of parent figure, who you think you're supposed to, what you're, what you think you get from that kind of parent, you're never going to get. It's like Santa. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. So, I mean, yeah. I know. It. I did. I I did say I couldn't date that guy. You're right. I did say it. Yeah, you're right. I take that back. That's a blanket statement <sighs> that I did say. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I'm saying I did say it. I can date him. I just won't partake in said adventures. Yeah, you will have your own time to do your own thing, which is, you know, but I just won't. Participate. You know, yeah. Or do what you know, or if you don't like sports that much, you can never see date a sports person again. But, you know, mm-hmm you um but yeah i i always had the biggest thing because you were like why would they be so upset and i just want to be like oh just because it's like i feel like it's maybe they like mm. I what if he liked what if one of those guys liked you you know what i'm saying yeah what if one of those guys like sports and liked you and then you're just like i don't ever date a guy that likes sports and so they're just like why and you're just like no. and they're just like oh Okay. You know, I would date him. I just couldn't partake. I couldn't go to any events. I just, and like, I couldn't, but I, maybe I would, maybe I would. I said, I couldn't, I say that in this moment, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like if a guy was like, I could never watch RuPaul's drag race with you. 
I'd yeah. be like, that's fine. Well, wouldn't wash you be kind of happy? Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. They feel the same. I, I feel like there's a lot of guys that feel the same way. They're like, oh, yeah. well, I'm like, I think some fine. guys are like, eh, I would love a good like watch sports. But they also were just like, oh, great. You're going to have your like dumb Sunday with your sports, dude. I'm going to have my perfect girl Sunday, whatever that means. It could mean sleeping all day. It also could mean sometimes it literally does mean like in a dumb way, like I'll go on a hike. I'll go to yes. a boozy brunch. I'll go to like, you know, like yeah. whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You know, so. I'd be like, you don't want to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. It's fabulous but it's you don't want to it's fine you don't want to watch so you think you can dance it's fabulous but you don't have to you know what i mean remember so you think you can dance well yes because paul abdul sued nigel and nigel's not the executive producer anymore because she said that he tried to like fuck her or something like that you didn't know that i'll send you no we had to get through this but i'll send you that thing we'll talk about later but anyway so red and joy so basically what ends up happening is that red is like going back and forth and you know she's so pissed and then surprise surprise he does go back surprise surprise (laughs) he he does go back i know she's just like she's so and he's like hi you know and she's like i'm upset do your do your upset joy did you know that that woman who does the surprise surprise song was in a secret feud, not so secret feud with Dionne Warwick? I don't know the surprise surprise song. You do. Okay. You 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 know the meme. Surprise surprise. Surprise surprise. You know the it meme. Just, it looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I'm going to send you one. Okay. But wait, what did I just ask you? Oh, I don't know. I want you to do the joy impression of him wanting to come home. Well, he gets home wanting her to be so excited that he made it home, even though he took the PS5. And Joy's just like not excited to see him and wants to be like, well, I don't know if we're excited or it's going to work out. Yeah, we're still working it out. I'm going to see, you know, he's like, okay. And he's like, that's what he has to tell her about Bestie, honey. And remember what happens when, when he tells her about Bestie? I remember. Did this not happen, or this happened? This is this happening the next scene? No, it does. It does. But I was, I was sleepy weepies. So what happened? (laughs) (laughs) He tells her that he fucked that girl. Yeah, I know he does. She cries. Yeah. So can you do it for me? Go ahead. I'm just kidding. Dance, dance for me. Surprise, surprise, (laughs) surprise, 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 surprise. I can't hit the notes. And then. <laughs> I got oh, my gosh. We have one more Coops Badoops left. Coops. And it's Sean and Sarah. Boy, does this open horribly. Okay, let me tell you this right now. I, I know I, okay. I know you're I know upset I need, about it. But I'm like, upset because really I feel like I need a tummy upset. tuck. I feel like I need a tummy tuck. And it's because I lost a bunch of weight. So I'm not saying everyone needs a tummy tuck in this world. And I don't want to give you a thing. It's because I lost a bunch of weight. So I feel like I need a tummy tuck. I never had kids. So, and I think that also sometimes when you have kids, you need tummy tucks. But having said this, what we see in the very she beginning of Sean and Sarah. She didn't is, need a tummy tuck. I don't think she did. I think she just like wanted to feel better about her body because she was this big in her life now okay so we we start off where she's in the bathroom and she's cleaning yeah. her tummy tuck that looks like it was botched it looks like whoever did it did not know how to sew a straight line in their life and it was it an lo- angry red scar and so she's cleaning it's it out chaotic and- red chaotic <laughs> and red so sean comes in and she's cleaning it out and he's like come on let's go and she's like upset about it because he wants her to come and help him learn the business. And she doesn't want to learn the business. Cause she's like, I'm a housewife. 
And he's like, no, you're going to help me learn this fucking business. And so she's cleaning it and she like puts on her like waist trainer or whatever. And so she, he takes her to this abandoned parking lot to show her how to tow trucks. And they've, he's sunk their last bit of money and all of their credit card debt into buying this last truck so that she can start to tow trucks. And he says that he needs her help because they're behind and everything. And she's pissed. And then his phone starts to bling, 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 and he's, she sees Kelly's name and she's like, what does she want? And he's like, Whoa, I have six kids with her. And she's <laughs> like, well, you have four kids with her. Two of them are adults now. And well, he's talking about the oldest. She's talking about the oldest one in Gracie. And mm-hmm. so, you know, all Sarah's doing is counting down the kids until they get 18, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. not realistic. I no. mean, maybe in her world, 18 means that all of a sudden they're supposed to be adults. And I mean, I had a friend who, when we got to college, she was like, oh, I'm on my own now. And I was like, you're on your own. And she's like, I'm 18. Like, I'm on my own now. And I was like, no, but you're in college. <laughs> Like you're on your own when you don't go to college. And she's like, no, I'm on my own now. And I was like, no, that's not the rules. The rules are you're on your own when you don't go to college. And she was like, no, my mom said when we turned 18, we're on our own. And I was like, then why did you go to college? (laughs) In my mind, like whatever. Okay. Um, But, you know, but that's not the rules in my family. The rules in my family is you're on your own when you don't go to college. When you go to college, you're, you're on your own when you graduate college. And, and, and really you're on your own when you're 26 after you're no longer on your people's medical insurance. And, and for me, I was on my own. I don't know, because I was on my parents, I was on my parents' car insurance until I, I was just like, Hey dad, I'll take it. <laughs> like, like I wasn't really on my own until I was like, Hey, it's okay. You don't have to pay my medical anymore. You don't have to pay. I'll take it. Like I had to tell them it's okay. I'll take this things. Like I really, I was on my own when like my parents were retired. Like it was, and even then, like I can go live with them now. So like, I don't know what that feels like when your parents just tell you, I'm no longer going to pay your shit anymore. Like yeah, my parents were going to pay my, yeah, it's a privilege. Right. So I didn't get that, but Right. And so that's what Sarah is assuming. This is the world that they live in. 18, you're on your own. And so I'm like, Sarah, fucking bitch, in my mind, because privilege. Mm-hmm. And so. Well, I just think it's also what, like, Sarah, if your whole thing is about not paying for kids and just get with a guy that doesn't have, I don't know, six of them, you know, like if your whole thing is you want a man that has like more money, like. You know, because you're right. Like, the thing about it is you can't automatically assume that at 18, you're all done. It's not true because kids are going to fucking come back at all at every time in their life being like, hey, I need to buy this. I need to buy that. I'm getting married. I know that. You know, like a kid's, you know, yeah. it's like, that's just, unfortunately, he brought in people into this earth. And so for the rest of his life, he will be dealing with that. Just like he has to now deal with the baby that he brought in with you, you know? That so. and the fact that Sarah's mother still helps her. So like, why is it weird that Kelly is asking him when at this point she still has four underage children? And so what it is that Sarah is unaware of is that Sean has not been actively giving Kelly any money for those kids for the last couple of months. And so he, 
Yeah. He's not, he's not doing what he's supposed to do. And so his wife doesn't know that. And so she's pissed now that he sees, she sees Kelly's name popping up on the phone, I guess, mid month. I guess she assumes that Kelly is only supposed to call him on the first or the 31st of every month. And anytime in between, she shouldn't be contacting him. But I'm like, that's not the way that works. They have children that are in elementary school together. And so the truth is, is that Kelly should be calling Sean as often as Sarah does. Because who the fuck knows? Maybe their kid is in the hospital. Maybe they have a kid that has asthma. Maybe they have a kid that, you know, has a learning dif- disability or, you know, who the fuck knows? The fact mm-hmm. is that they have four fucking kids together. So Kelly can call that man at any time. Yeah. Specifically because there used to be a relationship between Sarah and Kelly where Kelly and Sarah would talk, but then some shit went down, Sarah said, where like Kelly was telling her that her phone was turned off and Sarah didn't want to deal with it anymore. And so now Sarah's not dealing with it and Kelly's going right to the source she always should, which is Sean. Now, again, Sarah in her mind has counted the money. She's like, look, they both have spent money. She's like, you spent money. And of course, Sarah's gotten like a whole like brand new body. And so every time he brings it up, like, well, we have that money. That was the money that we saved, but now we're in debt. And that makes no sense because if you did, you didn't have the money, never had the money. If you thought you did by just saving only that amount. And now you're in 15 to $20 and 20,000 in credit card debt. That tells me, honey, that you never had the money to begin with. That money was supposed to be baby money because you are just to have a fucking baby. Like she wants to make it seem like Sean is the one going and spending a bunch of money on the credit cards and she wants to get him removed. But 15 to 20, 20,000 just seems like a whole ass lot. And so Again, he's supposed to give Kelly, again, $1,000 a month. And so the fact that he hasn't given Kelly $1,000 a month for at least a couple of months is bananas. Like, if I was Kelly, I'd be, like, suing him, you know? Like, she could sue for child support. And in these situations, I'm like, please do. You know, especially for someone like Sarah, it's like, right, well, then, you know what? Let the fucking courts decide. Three kids underneath, let the fucking courts decide then. If you're going to be so stingy and you really wanted to be so regimented, like, fine. And look, as again, Sarah is like being so mean towards Kelly like it's all going to Kelly it's all going to Kelly when in this moment she looks like a whole ass dumbass because Sean who shouldn't be as Sarah said trusted with money anyway is what lying about money not to be trustworthy and not giving Kelly money so it's like they've all married and they've all fucked with the wrong ass person which is some broke asshole named goddamn Sean yep yep thank you yep Yep, 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 yep. We all know Sean's a liar. Kelly knows Sean's a liar, but Sean is her best hope in life. I because so. if we look at her mother, we know from whence she came. And we know that she has stepped up in life by being with Sean, which is not saying much at all. It's not saying a lot. Now, we got a little jump shot between this idea of Sarah, who's again coming back from major tummy tuck surgery and breast surgery. And she's always looking like she's like in major back pain and so much hunched over. And then we get the first shot of her post what looks like a recovery period in a confessional where she has hard, high titties, perky titties. And like, looks like she also, you know, kind of got back into um, her old body frame. Or but yeah, she's she looks swollen or something because she doesn't look as small as she once did. And no, in the, in the new titty shot, she looks small again to me. Oh, okay. I I didn't notice the new titty shot. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I, re- I really like the jump shoot you're in. Did I get that for you? Yes, you did. Oh, I should get Thank one. Thank you so much. Thank so you. It's a onesie, honey, that I love, honey. You know, I always feel like I won in a onesie. Yay. However, we have come to the end of this episode. And yeah. let me tell you, um, we are excited to press on with this never-ending, never-ending saga of life. never-ending saga. Justine and Michael, we didn't really talk about. Did we make notes? Weren't they in this episode? Uh, yeah, they were. How come we didn't talk about them? It doesn't matter. What happened? You know what happened? It's like they want to give us the fact that they're not going to move away now. And so his family is going to move in. And then he has a horrible conversation with his daughter about like how he's like, just pretty much Michael is such a horrible father. It's just all about how he's a broke down, horrible man, horrible father, you know, like can't get his life straight. Like, you know, like doesn't know how to do anything. And everyone just expects too much of him. And there's no way he's going to be a good rapper. And this just is like, you have to get your life together and get it now. Okay. Poor Michael. Anyways. Um, so if you guys want to see the visuals of what you're listening to, you can join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties. It's $10 a month. You get, uh, exclusive content, including a live every first Monday of the month. Um, so please join us there if you want to support your girls. Um, but if you can't do that, Chris will tell you some free options. Chris? Yes. If you can't do that, if you, if you, uh, can't just squat on the floor and deliver us a baby like Justine wants to, um, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You can also go and follow us on the social medias. We are at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, at DocuSweeties1 on X. And we have a Facebook group, the DocuSweeties Podcast Facebook group. If you haven't yet, consider giving us five stars and a helpful, friendly review wherever you listen to podcasts. We love you guys mm-hmm. so much. Thank mm-hmm. you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.